GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. We have a very special mini crossover episode. Kind of a, kind of a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a crossover episode that happened after the fact. Um, but I'm still happy it's happening. Uh, obviously we have, uh, Joe, AKA Andrew Singer here with us. What's up? Uh, Hubbard Joe will do, uh, just fine. Okay. Okay. And then, like I said, it's a crossover episode. So we have two members of a legend of retro here. We have Xander. Hey, we have chops. That's me. We have dueling mats here today on the last That's action right. podcast. That's how it is. <laughs> All the time on our show. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> Not any different than what we're used to. Yeah, I gotta it's say. A, it's also neat when we play Dungeons and Dragons, it's a Metal Royale because we have two other mats. <laughs> oh, there's, that's yeah, right. Four mats total. I forgot about that. That's funny. Are, that's are gotta be annoying for Craig. Are we just gonna gloss over Metal Royale? I thought that was really <laughs> No, Metal Royale is good. I like it. Yeah, no, it was it, it was good. I liked right. it. I'll get, I'll get I'll get Matrick in on the next episode, and you know the five of us will be there. Ooh, too many maps. The five is too all over again. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. <laughs> uh, I need to I need to complain. I don't want to call this a crossover episode because I want to forget the episode I recorded of our show, and I want to forget the episode I'm going to record of this show. This yeah. So this episode, you you, you want to forget? I my understanding is that you picked this. This is no. your idea. So. Again, again, this is a classic LPJ mix around <laughs> where he tells you one thing and then says to me, "Hey, you know what would be a really good idea?" and then makes you believe that I suggested. Yeah, because I think he messaged me and said. Hey, my brother's gonna do the show. He wants to do this Jackie Chan movie. Oh. It's on Amazon. <laughs> I yep. said, okay. And he's like, oh, and listen to the Kung Fu episode of Legend of Retro. And I said, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> and I and I will say that I watched like 90% of the movie and then listened to the episode. I was like, how does this how do these two things combine? I'm like, I was very confused. It, it barely I was like, because I remember the video game, and I'm like, this movie. So, but yeah. So, the, okay. The characters being named Thomas and Sylvia didn't. Like, oh my god, this is Kung Fu the movie. So yeah, so we should probably at this point announce that the movie we're doing is Wheels on Meals, and the reason why this is a crossover, the reason why the two of you are here, is because this movie partially inspired the video game Kung Fu for the yep. arcade and the NES. <laughs> and it ties into your Legend of Retro episode of Kung Fu. Which, and since we already covered Kung Fu Master on our episode of Legend of Retro, we didn't need to cover it here. Don't listen to our episode. <laughs> I loved I it. Gonna, I thought it was great. I was going to make a joke like I watched the wrong movie and was like, all right, we're here to talk about Kung Fu Master, oh, right? God, Joe, no. <laughs> 
Oh no, but, Joe, you poor thing. But, but like, I kept waiting for the action scenes to happen, but I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got action scenes. Just oh. not in the way you imagined. I was like, oh man. I was like, I think I'm traumatized now, but let's talk about it. Um, no. Uh, wheels on meals. Not meals on wheels. Guy. Not meals that's on right. wheels. Not to be confused with the program that's helped thousands of seniors. <laughs> more than thousands. Well, I don't really know the success of it, but I assumed it was more than two. Well, I looked it up. It's been around since the 1940s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, it started in, uh, it didn't start in the United States. I believe it started in the UK and then branched out to all the other countries in the world and eventually made its way to the US. It didn't make its way to the US until I think the 70s. So it's like a global nonprofit. It's a global nonprofit, yet they deliver meals to people who are shut-ins or, you know, physically are incapable of going out to get themselves food. But and that's not this, this movie. <laughs> and I would say this, based on the title, I really thought them and their, like, food band were going to play way, way more into the plot of the movie. But it was yeah. kind of just like, it was their job, but it didn't really make a difference if that's what they were doing. Yeah. What part of the show do we get into the menu segment of their food? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what was their menu, by the way? Was it, like... Hot dogs and hamburgers and potato salad? Like, and that's what eggs. I thought. I think eggs. I saw eggs. They're, a, they're, they they're a breakfast. Cheetos? Yeah. And I think, do they have tacos at one point, too? They had spring rolls. Yeah, they definitely yeah. had spring rolls. They had wieners in hand and gave yep. them a pull. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? It was essentially like an American Chinese buffet, minus like 90% of it. And uh, none of the stuff anybody actually wants. No, no, you mean it, it was a Chinese American buffet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so Wheels on Meals uh, release date on this is August seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. So pretty old. Uh, obviously, I mean, we can talk about our first experiences with the movie, but I have a feeling. <laughs> that all of our first experiences were when we watched it for this podcast. Cause yes. I, I did not know. Like, I will tell you now that I, unfortunately I own this movie because what? Well, it was, it was 99 cents to rent or it was two ninety nine to buy. And I was like, well, I'll just buy it because you don't have Amazon prime. No, I don't. Oh, See, that's no, your, that's your first mistake. There yeah, well, maybe it's a mistake, but now I own this movie. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I found out it exists. I was pretty excited at first because I was like, oh, Jackie Chan, sweet. This is probably going to be good. I mean, the trailer I, legitimately makes it look like it's going to be an enjoyable film. Yes, and we can discuss that a little bit more toward the end because I did watch the trailer because, like, when I was listening to your guys' episode, I'm like, ooh, the trailer sounds cool. I already watched some of the movie like that. And I'm like, they seem to focus on one particular part of the movie, which really makes you think it's a cool movie. But then you realize that that cool part is like the last 15 minutes of an hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, so I, I, I sat down and watched it. at one point, like, am I watching the right movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. We were hoodwinked by a trailer, that's for sure. <laughs> that's why I don't watch trailers anymore. Like, I don't want to get spoiled, and I don't want to get my hopes up. Well, in the, in the synopsis that I read when I was researching uh, Kung Fu, mentioned nothing about, like, the parents being in an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> like, and all this other, like, the, the detective agency, like, he, he kind of bumbled his way into it. And so I was like, this can't be the same movie, but it is, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely oh. not at all what I was expecting. 
I will say this, though. I found parts of it fantastic. Yes, absolutely. There were parts of this movie that I absolutely adored, and we'll get into that I, later I mean, on. Yeah, I'm going to be super <clears throat> curious to find out what the multiple parts are. There was one particular part I liked, but... <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like I always struggle with the numbers for movies like these, obviously, well, because... Yeah. But I will say this, that it, it either... It, it was the fifth highest grossing film of the year in Hong Kong in 1984, and it either made the equivalent of 2.7 million U.S. dollars, or I saw something else that said it made an estimated 13 million, but that might have been, like, through re-releases and stuff like that. I didn't get into it too much. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes on this, believe it or not, is unknown. Because they're... they're <laughs> Hadn't been enough reviews of hey, it given a Rotten Tomato hey, score. Hey Joe, the the <laughs> rating on Amazon, yeah, four stars. <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing: it does have, and on Rotten Tomatoes does have an audience score, eighty one percent. Yeah, they had one hundred and seventy three reviews on Amazon and had a four star rating out of five stars. That's this does the- not deserve that. <laughs> um, and then. Not that this really applies, but I'm just used to doing it anyway. So the top grossing movies of 1984. 1984, great year for movies, by the way. Number one, a movie that we've done on the podcast, Beverly Hills Cop. Number two, Ghostbusters. And number three, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We've also done number 21, uh, the original Terminator. And by my estimate, if this movie had made $2.7 million, $2.7 million in 1984, it would have finished in about like the 130s for the U.S. box office that year. So. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that so seems fair. It, it had contenders? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And I didn't really, obviously, you know, it's not how you would say a star-studded cast. So I only did one net worth, and I know we've talked about it before, but let's see if anyone can pinpoint Jackie Chan's net worth. I'll start with you, LBJ. Oh man, I remember it's it's decent. He's like two hundred and fifty million. Alright. Chops. I'm gonna go two hundred million. Alright, Xander? I'm gonna lowball him. I'm gonna say one seventy five. You guys are all lowballing him because he has four hundred million dollars. <laughs> So, wow. yeah, you didn't look up uh, I tried to look up the. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I tried to look up Lola Forner, uh, who plays Silva, who was also Miss Spain, nineteen seventy nine. But mm. I couldn't. I could not no. believe it or not Sam, find her network. Did you find Samuel Hung's? No, I did not look it up. Okay, because Samuel Hung's big. Samuel Hung. So I'll. I, so I'll give you a little background. The three top stars in this: Jackie Chan, Samuel Hung, and Yuen Bio whatever his name is. Um, Yeah. They were at the time, the three biggest stars in China and they were lifelong friends and they went together to the Peking opera school, which is like the big, like performing arts, martial arts, Academy boarding school throughout China. And they were part of this group of five guys. Um, I don't remember exactly what they called them. The five something. But the five of them were like the biggest, biggest group of people to ever come out of the Peking Opera. And at the time, the three, these three were the biggest stars. Like they couldn't even film this in Hong Kong. They filmed it in Barcelona because they couldn't get people to stop leaving them alone on the street when they were trying to film. 
All right, that that that's, it answers an interesting question to me because the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, why does this movie take place in Spain? Yeah, like I could not figure it out. I was very confused also because at the beginning I was like, oh, this movie's probably in set in China, and it's like, oh, it's not. And then they were talking to their neighbor who was Italian. I'm like, is this movie in Italy? And it that's like, like that eventually figured out that it was Spain. It took yeah. 30 minutes before they said, in here in Spain. I'm like, oh, okay. That's where <laughs> oh. this movie takes place. I, I looked it up while you were talking. You are right. Samo Hung is apparently more famous than I thought. Uh, did you want to take a guess on this network? Um, see, does, it, does that take into... That takes net worth from... Like, just net worth in it general. Take, it takes into account the website that I type in the name and it pops up. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to say 200 million. Okay. Okay. Xander? I'm a low bomb, so 175. Uh, you, you guys all went too high. It says $40 million. Oh, jeez. Oh. I mean, so. that's, that's $40 million more than I have. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and I mean, we talked, you just kind of went through all the main stars. I mean, was like the, that main guy that he fights, was he somebody famous or yeah. no? The, the, um, the guy uh, with the suspenders. Yeah, yeah. Ben, he is. He actually. So, so here's what's crazy about him. He is a um, like a world class martial artist. He's one of the greatest oh. martial artists to ever live. He, he has like seven or eight black belts in eight different martial arts. Yep. But so not only that. Really, yeah. No. Benny. Um, Benny. Uh, Eurek has. Eurek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eurek. Eurek has. But anyway. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. He actually um, used to go around and create tournaments pre-mixed martial arts just to see if he could beat these guys. So he kind of started martial arts. He was one of the founders of kind of the idea of martial arts. Uh, He would just match up people, you know, whoever they were, these winner-take-all, not fight to the death, but basically like, you know, fight to the finish kind of fights. (laughs) Not fight to the death, but like, you'd fight until you couldn't fight anymore. Like it wasn't, there was no rules and whoever was the victor would win. And uh, so he kind of started this whole mixed martial arts craze that started to kind of expand and grow. Yeah. Um, So trivia on him, he has 49 wins, one loss, one draw and two no contests. Are they counting his loss in this movie? I mean, probably not. I don't think so. Just check it. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, he's he's like a phenomenal mixed martial artist. Gotcha. Yeah, they get, they really hit each other in this film. They did. That was another thing I learned is um, they in some of the scenes, Jackie Chan and Benny actually had to wear pads because they would hit each other so hard it would it would they would get hurt. So yeah. they're actually wearing pads in a lot of these scenes because they're actually making contact with each other. Well, I thought I saw something where like uh, Benny upset. Samuel Hung, who was the director of the movie, uh, because he would like hurt somebody and be like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Before yeah. he would call cut. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a big yeah, thing. Yeah. Like that's that's the kind of the big thing in these Hong Kong martial arts films is you never stop until the director says cut, and then they, and then that's that's when you can stop and check on somebody. So you know, Jackie Chan will get hurt, but he'll just keep on going because that's kind of in his DNA. That's what he's always done. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and as you mentioned, the d- director of this is Sammo Hung, so he was a uh, director slash star. So I guess I didn't realize that too when I was when I was when I was watching it, and then when I was kind of afterwards doing research, I'm like, oh, that was the director. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Moby. Moby. Yeah. Moby. Not to um, be confused with the singer. Yes. Don't confuse. It's not him. Um, so I did find a tagline for this, guys. Are you Ooh. ready for this? Oh boy. Yes. This is the tagline. Not since Don Quixote has Spain had so much fun. <laughs> wow. If if that doesn't uh, undercut the subtle racism in this movie, then I don't know what does. I don't know if it was this subtle. Movie, this movie does a great job. I thought it was also offensive to like the like uh like the the scenes in the mental institute. I thought were pretty offensive. Oh yeah, too. yeah like, they offended everybody. Like you know. They, <laughs> People who are mentally unstable, emotionally unstable, hookers, Spanish people, Italians, <laughs> oh, women yeah. in general. Yeah, I guess this movie really kind of just went for it. They're like, and like, I, I, I'm going to say going into this, like, I mean, we've watched a couple Jackie Chan movies, and obviously I've liked those ones. I thought the dub on this was awful. I couldn't, I was so upset that I couldn't watch it subtitled. With, like, the original audio. I was so upset about that. Yeah, the dub was so bad. It was the really dub weird. sounded like it was four people doing all the voices. <laughs> it did. It really did. It was, like a, it was like a bad Japanese anime from, like, the early 90s. Where they used the same six American voice, it, uh-huh. voice actors. They just kind of the changed it. It just Sean Schemmel and uh, <laughs> Chris Sabat. Uh, and like, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Clinkenbeard, uh, Melody Clinkenbeard or whatever her name is doing all the voices. Basically. Colleen Clinkenbeard. Sorry. And it did the the classic speed racer where like their their lips would stop moving in the middle of a sentence. Like, oh my God, we have to go over here and do this. (laughs) (laughs) I was like taken aback. I was like, because like immediately and I was like. Uh oh! <laughs> 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 we're like a minute into this movie, and I'm like, oh, all all my notes. I mean, the majority of my notes are just quotes from the bad dubbing that happened in this film. I have a lot of. I can always tell. It kind of says a lot about the movie when I take my notes as to how many question marks I write down. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of question marks in my notes. Um, so I guess we should start going through this movie and, and try and make sense of it. Um, I, I immediately thought that the, the logo that it started with, with this fortune star, was pretty intense. It was like this really intense logo that fired up the movie. It felt like an anime. <laughs> and that's like the soundtrack of this. I kind of like the soundtrack. Like, the Trump it opening? Of- that yeah. was so great! Yeah, <laughs> it, it was like good. That. Um, so this movie opens up immediately with a shot of Jackie Chan walking around in his tidy whiteies for some reason. Him and uh, what what's his uh, you Thomas and you. David. Okay, Thomas and David. They wake up and they just start like automatically training, and their training was pretty cool. You know, they're using the dummies. I they're doing those. I think you uh, you and your brother LPJ just started doing those sit ups like they were doing when they had their legs locked, and they were like. Yeah, we could do that. We could. T- we we no. used to, we used to do it all the time when we were no. when we still lived together. Uh-huh. There was a lot of that, and <laughs> we had the uh, we had the the, the 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 thing with the arms, the wooden arms. We would practice our moves. It was, it was oh, yeah. a mannequin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of leg lifts. 
I thought you just practiced banging on the Donkey Kong <laughs> No, we weren't allowed to. Are you kidding me? Um, so this is where I have that note that says, wait, does this movie take place in Italy, question mark? And then immediately about, about or maybe Spain, question mark. And then... Because they, they call that guy, they say they can't... Well, the neighbor's the, the Italian though, guy comes in. Like, yeah. There's the Italian place right under the Italian market owner right, right. underneath them. And then the Italian yeah. guy's dubbing is just... Like it's like when the glitch the, when we make fun of the glitch for being Italian and do Italian accents. That's how bad it was. And and he has a quote that says, "We Italians can't live without amor." <laughs> is, this, is this when they flip out of their apartment onto his yeah. yeah. out of the balcony? Yeah, yeah under the overhang. And he's like, "Hey, get out of my awning!" They call hey, crazy uh, what you, how you do? They call, <laughs> they call the crazy Spaniard. <laughs> So, um, oh man, so then they're washing their van. It took me a while to figure out what was going on because I was like, what are they cleaning off their van? But then I realized, yeah, I was like, did somebody put shaving cream on their van? Yeah, no, they they were just washing it. Uh, there's a hilarious little bit where he throws a bucket of water on a police officer. Okay, then uh, we introduced Moby, who my first note for him says, does this Chinese guy have a perm? Question mark. And the answer was and yes. He, yes, he did have a perm. Uh, so he's like a. This is very confusing. He's like a private eye, and he or he works for a private eye. The the actual private eye owes a lot of people money. So he's like, hey, I'm gonna go. You're the chairman of our private eye company now. I'm gonna leave because all these people, uh, I owe all these people money, right? Yeah, essentially yeah. that's what it is. Which okay. You think it's going to pay off in some sort of way in the movie. Oh, it doesn't. That guy doesn't come no. back. In the movie. You don't come no. back ever again, and you never run into anybody who owes anyone money. Yeah, there's a, a million little setups that just don't ever have a payoff in this movie. <laughs> I wonder if they so, did, and like it got cut. This movie's already long. Can you imagine it, what an uncut be, version is? It could be, but usually... I mean, and also I was like, well, maybe some of it got cut out for like when they dubbed it and stuff like that. But usually you read stuff like that and uh, like, oh, there was like, I remember when we did Rumble in the Bronx, we, yeah. we, we found out all the scenes that they had cut out when they had released it, when they had dubbed it. So I didn't it see anything a, like that. That was a good movie. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so he becomes chairman of the detective agency. Dude immediately comes in and wants to hire him. He's like, Hey, I need you to find this girl. You only have two weeks to do it. Um, and he takes the case cause he gives him a lot of money. Now, here's a question for you guys right up, right up, right off the bat. Why, when that guy hired him, why did he not explain the situation? Why, why did he keep it a mystery? Why was he like, hey, I need you to find this lady because she's going to, like, a Harris, like, heiress, you know, like, wouldn't have been easier to approach her about this if he had known the full story? Um, well, maybe he's had uh, other issue. Well, I guess he, he, you find that it all takes, it's supposed to take place over two weeks, so I guess that... I was going to say, maybe he just, he's had run-ins with other people who were like, oh, she's an heiress, huh? And like, yeah. greedy. So maybe, maybe that's, that maybe that's why he was worried. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. I'll allow that. Bad writing. <laughs> so, uh, then, then we come back to the food van. By the way, how about that computer system in their food van when they finally show up to... Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It to, like, where it shows a picture of the van. It's about it. It's like, <laughs> no, it is airwolf level. It is pretty sweet. <laughs> They're pushing buttons. It's like, like the backs opening and like tables are shooting out and stuff. You know what? You, uh, you, I like that van. You cannot tell me that wasn't a sweet van. 
it was fine. <laughs> they had it was a lot kinda... of body work. That was about it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was, I enjoyed it that. Was, it was souped up. It was pretty red. <laughs> yeah, it was. I like the yellow color. It was kind of like a yeah. All right, I'll give you that. The van was cool. <laughs> um. So then Jackie Chan he goes to start taking orders. She does that unnecessary flip onto a skateboard. So yeah, much more. So I was so happy. I was so happy he was skateboarding. I was like, this is great. I didn't realize he was, he's actually skateboarding. I didn't realize he was that good. I mean, he's, he's a martial artist. Of course he is. So here's another question mark note. Wait, they make hot dogs and potato salad? Question mark. <laughs> um, so then, like, while they're serving food, uh, Dirt Bike Gang shows up, shows up, and finally we get a little bit of action in this movie. We're like 15 minutes in at this point. And the, the dirt bike gang is a bunch of jerks. They, made uh, no, Jackie they, they didn't get in the fight until before, after their choreographed biking that they did. <laughs> Which I, it was, it just made me feel like I was watching West Side Story, where these <laughs> gangs are supposed to be tough, but they're all choreographing their biking. Well, that's fair. And they do, they kick the guys off the bike, which is pretty cool. I mean, they cold kick them. Yeah, they that was pretty sweet. They just kick them right in the face. Well, I'm talking about when they did, like, the jump kicks and they flew in the air and, like, kicked them Oh, off. yeah. But right before that, they just walk up behind the guys and kick them square in the face without them even looking. And and I do have to say, like, as many issues I have with this movie, it is always cool to be, like, they actually kicked those guys in the face, you know, or jumped and kicked them off the motorcycle. Yeah. Like, the thing that they actually did that, and it was them, the stars of the movie, not stuntmen, I, I do always appreciate that, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Um, okay. So, then they go to... Then they go to the mental institute to visit uh, <laughs> to visit David's father, who's there. This they get, yeah, they get a flat tire. Which, by the way, I really like the the dub on that when he was like, "Balls, we've got a flat." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yes, he says balls. Oh, I forgot to mention that that earlier in the dubbing, someone gets called an ass face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I got I gotta say, I had a real problem with the clock guy in the mental institute. Oh just yeah. Like, like going annoying. back and forth. Yeah, I, but I did. I, I did also love like you're wrong. It's eight forty five. Oh no, I'm behind. And he started. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and when he's when his alarm is going yeah, off, find out he's the alarm clock. Like <laughs> that was great. Those are some charming, crazy people. The dude, uh, the first dude they run into is like, oh, just take take the nuts from those those other. That I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was you know what that was a solid plan though that he had. It was great. And then he was like, oh, I gotta find a different beach thing out of it. I couldn't tell <laughs> yes. if I recognized that guy from somewhere. His name is uh, Richard Ng. And I looked up, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in yeah. a bunch of Jackie Chan movies, which is probably why I recognize him. But I thought there was gonna be one standout role that that dude was in that was why I felt like I recognized him. But I have no idea. No, he's he uh, one of those faces. I don't know why you recognize him, but um, he was um, he was like a big cameo in this movie. He's a he was okay. a big he was a big Chinese actor at the time. And he was yeah. he just kind of had this bit kind of cameo. It looks like he's in a lot of of random uh, Jackie Chan flicks. Yeah, he was yeah. also in Laura Croft Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life. That's Ooh. it. That's why you recognize I, him. I, I did, you love that movie. movie. You told me that was the uh, first movie you said I, you wanted to do on this podcast, and yeah, I said I don't think so. Don't feel bad like about a friend of mine. <laughs> so don't maybe feel that's bad it. about it uh, about trying to to place him because. When I was watching it, my wife Allison kept insisting on that she she recognized the guy who played David. I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure you did not recognize him from another movie. 
Wait, let's let's not jump over the fact that we just plant the seeds for the next crossover episode, Tomb Raider. <laughs> no more. No, no, we didn't. Okay, just check it. No, uh, no, if anything, the next crossover is Street Fighter. Oh. Oh, wait, no, that, that Jackie Chan movie where he dresses up as all the Street no. Fighter. Because... No, more, oh. no more Jackie Chan movies. City Hunter? I'm in. Yeah, City because Hunter. It can, be, it can be a double cross. We can do, like, Street Fighter 2. And then Street Fighter the movie, and then Street Fighter the movie the game. Oh, it be... there it is. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll do Mortal Kombat the movie, Mortal Kombat the game, then Mortal Kombat whatever the sequel movie was. Annihilation. Annihilation. Or no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was Annihilation. Yeah, Annihilation was the second one. Did you guys ever yes. watch the Mortal Kombat TV show? Sorry, sidetrack. <laughs> no, no. It was good. I enjoyed it. No, no, live action. Well, I watched the cartoon. Okay, let's, <laughs> sorry. let's, let's sorry. circle back to this. Sorry. Well, on, there was a YouTube series for Street Fighter that was live action that was actually really good, although it looked cheesy as hell. Yeah. Anyway, back to... <laughs> I, I forgot that these episodes tend to get derailed when I'm on it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are the, ki- you are the king of uh, these episodes, like, going off the rails. It's usually a sign. Um, okay, so speaking of going off the rails, their uncle's fishing in a bucket, and then he's like, <laughs> oh, hold on, the alarm goes off, I have a date. And this is where I have a note that says... I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, like, his uncle actually has a date with this lady and this lady's daughter. So wait, is is the lady in the mental institution also? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so she is a she is a patient. Yeah, she's most likely kept in a separate wing. It looks like they don't. It's not like a co-ed institution. Got it. Yeah, they'd be boning all the time if they did. (laughs) Did you guys notice the uh, the dad put on a uh, bow tie? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Very classy. So his date's daughter is Sylvia. They're both like immediately in love with. Uh, Later on, they're they're back at the food truck and they're serving dinner like at the red light district. I would assume, right? Oh yeah. no, they're okay. f- they're flat out serving late night dishes to uh, people who just got done with a hooker. Okay, well, not so, get it done. They're, it's the whole process <laughs> of hooker. It's finding, jo- enjoying themselves and getting done with hookers. Oh, there is so, that too. Yeah. So Sylvia's there. Uh, she gets picked up by the stereotypical <laughs> cowboy guy. <laughs> oh, the act. Okay, hold on. We got to pause because the accents from not only the cowboy guy but the lady who is trying to be Russian. <laughs> <laughs> standing next to her. Those accents were awful. So what you're saying is the dub is great. Oh, uh, it was. Did you watch the dub? Yeah. Okay. How else yeah, am I supposed to watch that. it? We all watched the Amazon version. Okay. Because I'd be very uh, upset if I missed out on a subtitled version and had to sit through an hour and forty four minutes of that dub. Um, so she, uh, she steals the cowboy's wallet and then, like, hides in the van and they kind of become friends. Then we go to a little side thing with Moby, or at this point I didn't know his name, I called him Perm Guy. He's wearing a zoot, <laughs> he's wearing a zoot suit. Uh, he's, he's dressed like Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's like this, like, random scene where he's, like, walking around this restaurant, drinking all this wine. Anthony like, Fatso. Yeah, he's asking for Fatso, and he's, like, drinking all this wine, and he, like, randomly answers the phone, and he's, like, talking like he knows this person. I did kind of like that part, because he was, like, setting up a date, and he's like, hey, it's your wife, and he gives the phone back uh-huh. to that guy. That was a legitimate laugh. That was another um, scene that I kept expecting to have some kind of payoff, where he just kept saying, hey, don't tell anybody, but I'm, I'm doing this, and the next person would like, ah, no, don't tell anybody, but I'm the, I'm the lead detective now. 
Yeah. Yeah. That didn't do didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny though. Like at the end, like everybody's like, No, I can't I can't drink. I'm not, I'm I'm on the job. And, yeah, <laughs> and everybody and just, just kept is he just like known to be a drunk in that place? I don't understand. I don't no, know, I think that's. I, I think the tradition is, you know, they got a promotion. Everybody wants to buy him a drink, and I think he has tied because that that bar seemed to be some kind of like underworld bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it didn't. No, I mean, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did it seem like they, that? It no. seemed like they were, you know, like, like criminals. The only time it did is when he found Fatso and literally says to Fatso, you used to be Mr. Number One Pimp on Hooker Street. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only connection at all to anything else in the movie. I also loved, he kept running into fatter and fatter guys, and I kept thinking, oh, this is Fatso. Oh, this is Fatso. (laughs) Never was until the fattest guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like laying on the ground, just like I was like, oh my gosh, what information did he even get out of Fatso? Where to find Sylvia? Yeah, yeah, he got where her, oh, where her apartment. Yeah, that's right. So Sylvia, meanwhile, stays at David and Thomas's apartment. She like takes a shower. They're both really into her, Um, but then neither of them sleep with her. There's a whole bit about how they're hiding their money, and then she wakes up. They they wake up and she steals all their money, and she steals the Italian guy's car, yeah. and then then she gets into a car accident with Moby, steals his wallet, and then like goes back to her apartment, and there's a bunch of dudes waiting for her. What I did kind of like was because I didn't realize that that Samo Hung was like an action star and blah blah blah. Yeah. So I did kind of like the fact that like he's like he's a bigger dude, but he still kicks kind of butt in this movie, like. Like, in that scene when he shows up at her apartment and those guys are there, like, he beats up some of those dudes. And I was like, all right, I kind of like that. I was surprised. He's I thought a, he was going to be more just, like, the comic relief. But he yeah, no, he's he's a super badass. He's actually, um, I was reading about, the again, the, the Peking Opera, that Jackie Chan was not one of the better students there. And that Sammo Hung was actually one of the better students there. Oh, well, I, I was impressed. Hmm? I wouldn't be surprised by that. He he did he was really good comically delivery and like facial expressions, but then also like just like Jackie Chan, it takes a lot of effort to physically in intertwine comedy with martial arts. Yeah. Um and you have to be able to handle a lot because you're usually one who's getting beat up. And so yeah, I think he did a really good job. Um so then like geez, I'm like sighing every time I look at my notes. So then the next scene uh, Jackie and his cousin, or, or Mark and David, Mike, Mark, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas and David. Thank you. I thought you knew the game, man. <laughs> I'm a poser. Um, so they they meet Moby at this club, and they're like dancing at this club and like talking to him. And I'm like, what is happening at this point? They're in just the movie? being dicks to him. Yeah, they're being straight up jerks to him. Yeah, oh, nobody ever gives a straight answer to one another in this movie for some weird reason. Right? <laughs> and this is where my note says, oh, this is Spain. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, like, he gets, Oh, yeah, they get turned the sound off. Yeah. He's like, right? oh, yeah, this is, I, I thought the Spanish were assholes, but you guys. It's like, what, yeah. wait, what was that? And then they cut the sound, and he goes, the Spanish are assholes. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. So, um... Then they're like, 
Then they happen to just randomly run into uh, Sylvia again. And I think we finally get some fighting, like some guys try and grab her and they do some, you know, like they beat them up. And I'm like, all right, cool. Finally, some fighting in this. But then they're like, <laughs> then they're like, oh, you know what? Um, I can't remember how, but it ends up like, hey, do you want to work in the food truck with us? Oh, well, oh, so yeah, they confront they her about the money that she stole from them. Okay. And so, and she says, I can't blame, you can't blame me. It's not my fault for stealing. Which It's, it's like all I know. And then like, yeah. no, nobody likes stealing. And they're like, well, why don't we just offer you an opportunity to like earn straight? Right. So right. they give her a job to like help her lay low, but also pay them back. Right. And so it cuts to this montage of like <laughs> that skateboarding and her oh, working in the food truck. And favorite. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this covers like three months of time. No, it was probably like a day. <laughs> favorite part of the movie was skateboarding montage cut to horses on the beach. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> Them riding horses. Allison was with me. She's like, where did they get horses from? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you didn't miss a scene. How, how much of this there movie? No explanation how much of this movie did Allison sit and watch with you? Uh, unfortunately, too much. And then, then that whole montage ends with that ridiculous shot of her crashing into the fountain. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And they just <laughs> pretend like they, it's not their fault. <laughs> like, and then she does that yeah. sweet flip. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the flip, when she's just walking toward him, and she's like, Whoo! just like jumps up and flips in the air. Oh, boy. It was around this point in the movie, I looked, I don't know how often you guys watch movies on Amazon, I, like, don't, so I looked at the time to see where I was at, and it's like, 40 minutes slash an hour and two. I was like, yeah. oh, this movie's only got 20 minutes left. No, that other side was counting down the rest of the movie. Yeah. I saw another hour ago. I was like, what in the hell is happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Because basically, like he said, nothing has happened in this movie. <laughs> like, we've been watching it, and nothing, we still don't really know what, what's going on. Nothing has happened. There's been one fight scene. It, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two, because they also fought the bikers. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Sorry, the bikers. And, uh, by the way, one of the thugs the, that, like, was talking the most in Sylvia's apartment definitely sounded like a terrible Sean Connery impression. <laughs> yes. Um, so, they Moby runs into him, like, she needs him in the nuts, and, like, uh, the guys show up to get her again, there's a fight, then there's a big car chase. Yeah. That car chase is pretty sweet. Yeah, I yeah. kind of like the car chase. The, the, so, did you guys notice the Mitsubishi sign above? Yeah, the I was just going to say this in the yeah, hooker, must have been. In the Hooker been, Alley? No, I didn't notice yeah. it. But. There was a big Mitsubishi sign. Uh, Mitsubishi Motors. Yeah. And so, the, I have a feeling they must have done something to bankroll this movie because that grandma that almost got run off yeah. the road turns around and is like, You're lucky I was in this sweet car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I did think that was weird that she specifically was like, they made up a big deal of what kind of car it was, and she's like, oh, this car is great, or something yeah. like that. They had to have bankrolled something. But I just thought it was really bad that they, like, placed the sign in the, where the hookers are. <laughs> hey, everybody <laughs> likes Mitsubishi. I mean, even hookers. <laughs> I, Maybe they have bigger back I, seats. At this point, I was kind of frustrated with the movie, but I do have a note that says, Van jumps over road. Okay, that's pretty cool. That was also <laughs> in the trailer. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, well, they go over the overpass and it stops. It goes 
wheels on meals. <laughs> honestly, I, because like when I was listening to your guys' episode and like I was hearing, I'm like, I gotta watch the trailer. The trailer rules. <laughs> the trailer looks <laughs> like I can, I can see why you were bamboozled by the trailer. Like it's got like the voiceovers cool and it shows about every cool thing that happens in the movie and yeah, it makes cool. it weird. Are you telling me that you're, you don't like the scene in the car chase where their condiment sprayers oh, are, are like fire hoses and they peel out the guys following them with olive oil. I thought it was like very that. clever. I, th- I thought they, what uh, Moby like throws out that gas canister is like, let's heat things up. And all they do is run over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they drop the table and somehow both cars hit it and flip. <laughs> They do. They they throw out that one table. They're both like the bad guy cars both flip over. Um, but it I think this movie is going to kind of set a precedent for the episodes of Last Action Podcast that I'm on, where there has to be so much unnecessary slow mo. Like this and Hard Target both were like, why is this slow mo? Why don't you see these cars flipping in slow motion right now? So all that, um, all that, but then like the bad guys just show up at their apartment like immediately again, anyways. So like. And that's when they, like, they beat up some of the guys, but that's when we were first introduced to, like, the tie and the bow tie guy. That's what I call them. Yep. And they're, like, tough because they actually, like, beat up Jackie and his uh, cousin uh, pretty good. Like, they have a trouble fighting him. So they run, and <laughs> they're in the sewer. I was like, out with the homeless. There's How all they these- that sewer? I don't know. Also, is that, like, a real sewer system? Like, is that what Spade's sewer system is like? <laughs> I don't know, but, like, they're hiding, and then, like, Moby sits down to that guy who's literally taking a poop, just, like, <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> so and gross. The guy, and the guy is, like, groaning, and he's like, <laughs> and then he gets up and he's like, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, he's just straight up pooping, and I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's just oh. pooping. So they get out of that jam, and then they, they, they meet up with the guy that originally hired Moby, and that's when we find out what's going on, is that, um, okay, Sylvia, Sylvia's dad. Sylvia's mom. Sylvia. <laughs> you want me to take this? Yeah, somebody take this over for me. I'm so, great but yeah, I mean, so yeah, technically Sylvia's dad was at it. Sylvia's dad was a count who slept with Sylvia's mom, who was a, a servant, uh-uh, and uh-uh. got her pregnant. Uh-uh. He yeah, they got her. Oh, sorry, yes. He raped, they immediately assumed that he raped her. And I'm yeah, like, you're right, I, I'm sorry, yeah. So, the, the Count raped the maid and <laughs> had a child, and then sent them away, like, didn't want anything to do with them, but because the Count's brother is actually such a bad dude, they don't want him to get the inheritance. So if they don't, if the, if the mother and the daughter are not presented within 14 days, then the inheritance goes to the brother. It's right. Awful. They're all awful people. And that's and those the guys that are keep going after her, trying to grab her, are hired by the brother. Yes. And to, to stop that. So they're like, okay, well, we'll go, but then they're like, we gotta get your mom. So they go back to the mental institute. Did, did, did anybody else remember that she was in there? I completely forgot that was her mother. No, I remember well, it. I remembered, and I was confused by the whole thing, because I was like, it, it took, I was like, wait, I'm like, she said she doesn't have anyone, but, like, wasn't her mom at the mental institute? I was, like, it was very confusing to me. Like, I couldn't figure it out. But then, like, okay. So they go, and there's that, like, there's that gigantic, it's not a gigantic scene, but it's, like, a two, 
minute scene, three minute scene with Moby and the ambulance and the other guys, and it's like, what is happening? Why is that scene? I legitimately enjoyed this scene. <laughs> of course you did, Xander. Of course you did. I feel like there was there was all these awful parts in this movie that I noticed, and I was like, Xander's gonna love this scene. <laughs> Xander, you, I bet you you loved the flashlight gag in the sewer, didn't yep. you? Yep. I knew it. I got a flashlight. Yeah, I do. He's got like this tiny fucking yeah. flashlight. I knew like, it. Little tiny one. He's like, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> so. I'll, 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 you, I'll, you, I'll untie you, but you, you just can't tell anybody my secret. Well, what did he tell you? I, I can't. He told me not to tell anybody his secret. Well, yeah, but what did he tell you? Like, that's so, and then they leave. Stupid, but I love the leave, fact that it's like, dumb. They like leave, and then that guy comes back and he's like, "But seriously, what did he tell you?" <laughs> well, yeah, I told him not to tell anybody my secret. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So. What all this ends up happening is that the bad guys capture Sylvia and her mom, Gloria. Get away with them. And then, like, question, how did they know where to find them? Because they're just at that castle. Like, the next scene, jump cut, they're at the castle figuring out how they're going to get in. But it's like, how do they know where to find them at? There can't be that many castles in Spain. (laughs) Yeah, there can't be that many castles. And if this guy was a count, he had to be somewhat famous. So look up recent dead count and look up where his brother lived. That's fair. Or that old guy could have told them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all right. Fine. You know what? I'll let that one go. You guys solve that one. <laughs> Look, that's the thing about Last Action Podcast is me. I will find some way to recognize <laughs> shit like this. And listen, I'm, I'm more than open to fit. I mean, plot holes still for me. So you know what? I'll take that. That does make sense, though, because it probably was the Count's Castle, and they could ask the uh, lawyer dude or butler dude or whatever he was, like, hey, where's the castle? So then there's like the infiltration scene. This is where the movie, I, I I would say to me, this is where the movie starts getting good. Now, mind you, there's like 20 minutes left in the movie yes. and we've been watching it for an hour and 20 minutes. And it's finally just starting to get good. I remember like, looking at the clock thinking, oh, I've got uh, 20 minutes. That means I've got 15 minutes of movie and like five minutes of credits. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I, although I didn't like when Jackie, it was cool when Jackie was, like, using those poles to, like, climb uh-huh. up, and then, like, he got, and he got hit in the face with a baseball, which uh-huh. was, like, also in the trailer, and I was like, yeah, that's so, it's impressive, just knowing that he does that. Yeah. And it was, it, I was also like, well, how did they all have grappling hooks? They all had Yeah, that's why, when, when the, when David came by and he had the crossbow grappling hook, I was like, where the hell did he get this? And a crossbow grappling hook, and I'm like, did they? Did we miss like a scene where they like get like? Do we miss a scene that's like uh, Arnold and Arnold and Commando when he's like strapping all the stuff on and loading all the guns and stuff? Um, so they get into this castle, and finally, like my note says, it took the entire movie, but we're finally getting some cool fights because we get Jackie versus the guy in suspenders, and that fight is awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, that I mean, fight it, is considered one of the best one-on-one fights in a movie of all time. Yeah, so that fight is constantly spread around the internet. Like, and that's how I originally that's how I found out about this movie before our Legend of Retro episode is that I saw that clip and I looked up to see what movie that was, and that's the main reason why this was even on my radar somewhat was yeah. just because of that fight, which turns out is ten minutes of a hour and forty-four minute movie. I but, mean. 
but yeah, no, it's an awesome, brutal, like, fight. Like, it is... It's great. Like, there's a level of realism to it that you don't normally get from a Jackie Chan film. Yeah, he yeah. punches him right in the face at one point. Like, literally, they slow it down, and it's him hitting him in the face. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that, like, yeah, that, that was like, I was like, okay. I was like, I'm into this now. And, like, then basically the movie's over. But I was, that fight was awesome. And even, like, the other kind of stuff where uh, the his cousin's fighting the guy, and that's kind of cool. Like, that's a decent fight. And, uh, um, and Moby's... They, they just Moby's keep jumping into the furniture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I really like Moby's... I really like Moby's sword fight. Like, yeah, because yeah. he's he seen... It was a good mix of kind of bumbling comedy action with him legitimately kicking ass, but not realizing yeah. that he's able to kick all this ass. Like, it's... Well, yeah, and that- and that's what I said. That's why. That's why I like like the Moby character because you do kind of like they introduce him and it's like, oh, this guy's like the comic relief, and he's like, uh, but like he, they actually make him like capable in a fight. Like he can actually like hold his own, and he actually does some cool stuff. So I kind of like the a little like playing against like character as you think he would just be the guy that's constantly like getting beat up, but he's not. So yeah. I like that. Can we jump back real quick before we go on with the fights? Yes. Mondale. Yes. Uh, kidnapped Gloria and Sylvia and treated yeah. them to dinner. <laughs> and it was weird. Like, like You're trying to, to make sure that these people don't show up so you inherit mil- presumably millions. Like You'd think there'd be something more nefarious here, like, oh, we're going to kill them. But no. <laughs> to, and even when people broke in, it's like, yeah, sit down. Have dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the jacket I mean, can't he... ruins it by throwing a bowl of soup at the dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he tied uh, uh, David to the chair, but he was still letting him eat. So, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. It's like, why why are you treating him to dinner? I mean, like But yeah, so he that like I said, the fight with the suspenders guy is awesome. Yeah. It ends with that sweet part where it's like the flying knee where he yeah. like Oh whoa, yeah flies out, him the out the window but then chases after and grabs him by the ankles. Yeah, yeah. which is in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> um sure and then then they all run down and they all they all get swords and they're all like fencing with the guy and they save the day. And then uh, the end of the so we're at the end of the movie. Finally, they're back at the food truck, and you know they're kind of sad because they're not hanging out with Sylvia. She shows up and she looks all, oh, I'm all rich and I'm in a car. But then she like pulls off her rich clothes and she's like dressed like she's like, guess what? I want to still work at the food truck. I want a summer job. And then Moby shows up and he's like, hey, I got another case. You guys want to help out with it? And they're I, like, no. I loved uh, Moby's new private detective name of Moby Dick. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so cool. I was like, oh, that's actually clever. So, yeah, he, like, asked them to do a case, and they don't want to do it. I don't remember exactly what happened. My note just says, some bullshit with Moby. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. And then we've reached the end of the movie. Yeah. Another thing that we that we uh, skipped over that I thought was a really weird moment in the movie was uh, when they found out that she was an heiress, and like, okay, well, you're on your own then. And then Moby's like, you guys don't want to be her friend? Like, that whole exchange oh, yeah. was like rich. What the hell? Like, what is this? <laughs> it's I forgot about that part. Like, yeah. are they just that filled with honor that they're not going to help a rich person because yeah, they cause, don't? Because they're not like, going to get paid for it. <laughs> that's like the whole thing. They're like, oh well, she doesn't need our help because she's rich. So yeah. you're helping her because we thought she was in trouble. And yeah, that was really weird. Doesn't make any sense. This whole and, movie was weird. And and like to me. There was just, like, abrasive scenes in some parts. Just, like, that scene was weird. 
when they assume that they, the count raped the maid was weird. They when they scale the castle and they pick up the baseball bat, one guy holds another guy's face while Jackie Chan swings a bat into his jaw. Yeah, <laughs> it was rough. Like there is just some brut- brutalness to this this movie that just like pops up out of nowhere that is very abrasive. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, like, we'll, we'll get into our final thoughts here in a, in a minute or two, but, like, the thing about this movie is, like, a lot, like, I mean, we've covered a couple Jackie Chan movies, you know, and they're kind of the same thing. They're never like, oh, the plot of this movie is amazing, but at least it kind of gets you from, like, fight scene to fight scene, like, yeah. really spectacular, like, fight set piece, you know? But this movie was, like... It didn't. It didn't. The, it car, didn't. Chase, the car chase was good. I like the car chase. And there were brief flashes of them doing some cool stuff, but really, you didn't get a prolonged action sequence to that very final scene. the 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 best The best parts of the movie can be flagpoled by the skateboard montage. Even that skateboard <laughs> the, montage. the movie. <laughs> yeah, the skateboard montage. Like I said, my favorite thing about that was that they the way that it was portrayed was like this was a couple weeks in time, but it had to have been a day. <laughs> Or two at most. It's actually just forty-five minutes. And they got one person order for each scene. I'm glad you reminded me that, like, the whole thing was them skateboarding in like the town square. Then they did cut to that one shot of them riding horses. Horses at sunset. That's like the same. Like what? Oh man. So LBJ, what do you got for roller? (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, nothing. I couldn't even get it out of that one. No role reversals. Not a one. Um, And I don't, I mean, I don't really, I didn't dig out really anything. After watching the movie now, though, let me ask you this, guys. Can you see how it ties into the video game more? (laughs) No. (laughs) No? None whatsoever. I mean, a girl girl named Sylvia gets kidnapped. That's well, about it. Well, another weird thing to think is in Japan, this movie and the game Kung Fu are known as Spartan X. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, Meals on Wheels is, or Wheels on Meals, I should say, <laughs> actually kind of has something to do. They have the food truck, but like, yeah, one for yeah. Spartan X, please. What am I expecting? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that too when it was like, oh, it's called Spartan X, and I'm like, but why though? That's such a yeah, weird I couldn't, I couldn't find movie. any reasoning on that when I was doing the Kung Fu movie. Or the Kung I mean, Fu game, rather. And and we cover this in our in our episode of Legend Retro, but originally this was supposed to be called Meals on Wheels. Wheels on Meals. Or no, <laughs> yeah. Meals, meals on, on Wheels. wheels. <laughs> yeah. Golden Heartless said no because of yeah. the last three movies that they released that had the, that started with M bombed. <laughs> so they're like, we have, you have to call it Wheels on Meals because we're not going to have another movie that starts with M because that's bad luck. <laughs> this 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 movie. I, I, you know what? I'm glad to find out though, because I was kind of—I'll be honest with you, chops. I was cursing your name a little bit while I was watching it. <laughs> it's always LBJ's fault. It's always. But now, his fault. But now I. Here's now how I the conversation know. started. We got a, te- a text from LBJ <laughs> ten days ago that said, "Do you guys want to be on our show Friday uh, for Wheels on Meals?" Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I wish I had it in front of me because I swear the one who sent me is like, "Hey, my brother's going to do the show." Uh, he wants to do Meals on Wheels. <laughs> Meals on Wheels. It's a Jackie Chan movie on on uh, Amazon. Xander's going to be there. 
uh, listen to the Kung Fu episode of Legend of Retro. Like, that's what he said. Like, and I was like, oh! I, and, then I, and then I was like, oh! I was like, so they did this, found out it was, the video game is based on it, and they're like, hey, we should do the movie too. <laughs> but now the truth it's is like a crossover out. episode with an episode that released, like, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, last month. And we just, we're gonna tie it in <laughs> Unofficial crossover, I'm just saying. Well, well, I'm just saying it. It looks like we're going to be doing two more movies because in Germany, this movie is is known as Part One of the Power Man trilogy, <laughs> with the movie Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars as being Part Two, and Heart of Dragon as Part Three. But, <laughs> but don't get confused with My Lucky Stars, which is also called Tokyo Power Man in Germany, as it's not part. And here's the key words of this imaginary series. <laughs> so it's a made-up series of movies. I can give you a background on that, believe it or not. Oh, really? no. So the background like on that is, that. so Jackie, Samo, and Ewan, this was the first of, the, of like three movies that they did together, back to back to back. This one they did, uh, and then the two uh, Lucky Stars movies. So Twinkle Lucky Stars and... Oh, man. Um, Twi- my Lucky Stars. My Lucky Stars, Twinkle, yeah. Twinkle, Lucky Star, Twinkle, Twinkle, Lucky Stars. Jackie Chan's character name in it is called Muscles. Yeah. But so this is so this movie and those two movies are kind of like a set of movies in the same way that um, like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, you know, like those movies are a sequel, a trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. It's okay. the same thing for the for these three movies. The other one okay. that they did in Germany that they mentioned as part of the trilogy has nothing to do with it. Okay. And I'm just going to throw this out there now. I don't want to cover those other movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not saying I don't want to cover any more Jackie Chan movies. Because but Joe, Joe, hear me out. Let me, let me at least read the, the first sentence of Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars, okay? Okay. Five Hong Kong cops, and then in parentheses, right, right after that, it says four horny males. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> On vacation in Pattaya, Thailand, are told to contact an informant there, but he gets murdered. I, okay, that you know what? You changed my mind. That's so okay. Good. <laughs> um, I I was, I'm sure it was the four horny males in parentheses that turned you into it. And I will say this: a couple of times when I was watching this, I did think to myself, "I was like, is this how Sphinx felt when he was watching Spawn? Like, is this like, <laughs> is this like, is this like how betrayed and upset he felt like when like he was watching Spawn?" Oh, what's bad is we've ruined the streak of good movies when it was just the three of us. Because That's true. Hey, you haven't That's heard true. my you haven't heard my rating yet. Oh, oh gosh. it's that, invalid. That's for sure. Is that is that a perfect segue into getting to our ratings on this? I think so. All right, let me play the sound. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sound played. All right. Sound played. Uh, it didn't actually work very well either. I just kind of had to stop it because it went yeah, lower. This past week's episode, you didn't get to hear it. Did you know that? Oh, it didn't go through? <laughs> it didn't go through. Oh, well, this one might not either. Yeah, right. yeah. Cool. How about this? Um, <laughs> okay, there we go. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so who wants to go first on this? 
<laughs> not me. I'm not going right. first. I right. figured the guests have to do it, and Chop still looks like he's very angry about. Oh, the, the whole guests situation. get to pick if they want to go first or not. Oh, um, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll. There were parts that I legitimately enjoyed in the movie. Um, I didn't appreciate how long it was. I feel like if they would just go back and edit and cut out some of the unnecessary things, uh, a lot of the stuff that I like to be out. But the movie would probably be a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, I think like an hour fifteen would have been the sweet spot for this movie. Um, but I would say overall, I get, I get a two. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. And it's um, I was I was so disappointed in this movie. Like it was the last scenes were hyped up so much as being this like classic martial arts fight. And then the rest of the movie was just along for the ride. Or was the fight scene along for the I don't even know. Like, the plot of this movie was just bad. And so many subtle racist tones <laughs> to start out the movie. I, I gotta give this, like, a one and a half. It is <laughs> probably the worst Jackie Chan movie I've seen. And I've seen all three Rush Hour movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the tuxedo. Oh, Isn't that one of his? Yeah, yes. Love you and I. Yes. What do you mean? I think um, we went and saw it at the theater. No, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Yes, Stop you have. I'm saying I've seen movies in the theater with you that I haven't seen. Joe, Joe, now he's getting in your head about movies you've seen in the theater and about who suggests the movies. Don't trust him. <laughs> I know every movie, like our our, our uh, episode, the uh, Escape from LA. He's like, yeah, we saw this in the theater. I'd never seen the movie before, but I just agreed, so he'd stop like yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, we saw it together. Fine. Um, I'll I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty much identical to, to you guys, and. It, I did not enjoy this movie, and I wanted to. Like, I was excited. Like, the last Jackie Chan movie we watched, uh, Legend of Drunken Master 2, was it? Legend of Drunken yeah. Master 2? It was so good! Like, I had such a fun time watching that movie. And that's not to say that that was the plot or anything of that movie was necessarily like, oh, that's going to win, like, an Academy Award, but at least, like, the plot held together enough, the interesting fight scenes, where this movie... The first hour and 20 minutes, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> there, there, was, there wasn't anything interesting. Like, it, it, the plot was so confusing to me. I did not enjoy this movie at all. The last fight scene, I did pull it up on YouTube and watch it. Do yourself a favor and don't sit through this whole thing. I'm giving it uh, one and a half machine gun as well. All right, so this movie, right? There's something that I find charming about parts of this movie. I think is the character. No, it's not that part. <laughs> Do I sound like Sphinx? Um, oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, like, the characters, you know, I liked Moby a lot. I thought Moby was really just fun to watch. I thought Jackie's character was fun to watch. David was kind of, you know, middle of the road. But I, I enjoyed the characters themselves. Um, the plot is nonsensical and it's a, it's hot garbage. Uh, but the fight scenes that were there were done great. Like all the fight scenes that were there were fantastic. Um, but yeah, you're right. This movie should be 45 minutes max, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, pull up the fight scenes on YouTube. Uh, but I will say just for my enjoyment of the characters and the fight scenes, I'm going to give it two and a half machine guns. Oof. 
Yeah, I could be coerced to give it to give it more if it were shorter. Yeah, that was my biggest gripe. Was like, why is this movie so long? But there yeah. are, like I said, yeah. scenes that I legitimately enjoyed. I laughed out loud a couple times, uh, just because I love watching like fake crazy people go against each other. So I, I laughed out loud at the old lady jumping those cars. I laughed out loud when he sat down next to that guy taking a poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was. I was kind of thinking maybe a two when I got done watching it, but then kind of usually when we discuss a movie, my rating goes up, but talking through this one, I was like, yeah, I really only like that last <laughs> minutes. Like everything else was, I didn't find some of the other Jackie Chan movies. There's parts I legitimately thought are pretty funny. I did not, the humor in this did not connect with me. I did not, I, I didn't find it that funny. And I, like I said, I, I, some of the, I mean, the action was done well, but I feel like these scenes, until that very end sequence, they were very short. Like, just like, oh, they kick a couple of people and it's done. You know, you didn't get like, you didn't get like an extended, you know, like Rumble in the Bronx. You get like the scene where he's fighting the guys in the warehouse, then some other stuff. Then he's on the hover, you know, like you get these awesome, really long extended. And I will say this I do understand that it was, had to be early-ish in Jackie Chan's career? Or maybe not, no, right? No, no it's no. like middle. It's like the middle, yeah. Dang. Okay, well then never mind. Well, no, I I, no, no he was early on, because he was only... He was like 24 when he made this. This is 84, If it was 84, he would have been 30. Yeah, because oh, okay. he he was in um, a bunch of uh, Bruce Lee stuff. Yeah. Like, he's been no, you're right. doing things for a while. <laughs> Alright, well then never mind. <laughs> I guess I can't for his his first acting credit is 1962. Yeah, Ooh, okay. I blame honestly. Was, I blame the director for this movie because uh, I feel like I feel like yeah. I just felt like there was a, a lot of scenes with him and him alone that could have been shortened a ton. That's I think that's fair. All right, fine. Look, you write it. Okay, your your writing's done. Just, just sit on it and deal with it. Hey, uh, face. Now, now, guys, would you say, now that we've rated it, would you say that, like, anyone listening to this episode that hasn't listened to the Kung Fu episode, they should go back and listen to that, right? No, yes. I mean, it's as related to that episode as this game, or as this movie <laughs> was to the game, so... I'll just, I, if you guys want to listen to an episode and hear Chops just, like, break down, go and listen to that episode, oh. because I, I feel like he went through a real roller coaster of emotions. Like, and you I, know what the real, the real crime about that episode is, we because we're recording these over the internet and we're doing, like, video and we can see each other, yeah. Chops for a while had a camera that LPJ apparently took back right before we recorded this episode, so I couldn't see him breaking down. <laughs> oh. Because it was like listening to that episode. I'm going to recommend it because it's a real like, like he starts off like kind of really excited to talk about like Kung Fu. And then you guys watch this trailer and he's still kind of excited. And then you watch the French trailer and he's like, and it's like he never fully recovers. I, I'm i pretty sure I almost cried during that. <laughs> even, even Casino Night Zone couldn't get him back to where he needed to be. So. No, no, no. <laughs> I am getting upset just thinking about how upset I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, it's great. <laughs> what, what, what do you guys want to plug? Uh, Legend of Retro, I suppose. It's our show where we uh, we talk about retro video games, anything that's 10 years or older. Um, kind of following 
a similar format where we kind of talk about what the game uh, is, our experiences with it, what we thought about it. We dive deep into the music. Um, and then we have a couple other segments that we jump into retro relapse where we take a quick like 10 to 15 minute look at an old game that we may or may not have played before. Or we highlight a specific year in gaming and talk about what's going on there. And then, of course, we have our uh, <clears throat> retro music bracket where we pit songs against one another and put it on, on the Facebook and the social medias for you guys to vote on. So if you like Last, Last Action Podcast and their format, they stole it directly from us. Come listen to The Legend of Retro. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say co-opted and improved it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, listen, I love our podcast, but they have a much cooler like catchphrase to end their episode than we do. I just, I just got to say. Like, listen, oh, wow. you know what? Wow. You come up with your own they final closing catchphrase. Like catch- what, what video games do you want to come talk about sometime? <laughs> Listen, I, he's been bug- Joe wants to be on. He's been um what was the one game that you keep talking about? Toji and Earl. Yeah. We had we had uh I we had done prep for that, but then like things got all wonky because of this whole uh Oh yeah, uh, we canceled because you and you and Jody were supposed to show up and then yeah. COVID hit and we canceled. <laughs> that, that, that was like I there's like these lost episodes. I was prepping for like four episodes, like <laughs> And then, like, they never happen. So, someday we'll do, like, a uh, X-Men Days of Future Past and the X-Men Arcade game. Oh, yeah, we were planning yep. that. I, I, watched, I watched, like, a nine-hour long play of Fate of Atlantis <laughs> to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just finished watching it. It's like, hey, it's not happening. And I'm like, oh. I had, I had, for prepping, I had played through the entire game. <laughs> So, well, I guess I guess we need to schedule this now so that you can rewatch those nine hours and you can replay the game. I and think cancel it last minute. I think LP J and I a year ago mentioned that we should do snakes on a plane, and that just has never happened. Yeah. Oh, I, I was talking about that recently because yeah, I was like, oh, we've never we yeah we'll, we'll make that happen because I've never it's seen that movie. Oh it's god, not an yeah, movie. Yeah. It's it snakes on a plane is legitimately the f- most fun I've ever had in a theater. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. an action movie though it's a comedy hey yeah. you know what shut up <laughs> <laughs> um we don't want you on that episode Jeff. get out of here yeah. i own it on dvd who wants to borrow it enough is enough <laughs> and with his chops on this episode <laughs> uh, i almost um, want to just end it there <laughs> there's your new catchphrase yeah <laughs> enough Chops! <laughs> you know how we end every episode? Enough <laughs> chops! <laughs> um, but, uh, Chops, did you, did you want to plug anything? Uh, go to patreon.com slash gamezillamedia and you can find a whole bunch of extra content from all of our shows. Uh, from Noobs and Dragons, the Gamezilla podcast, this show, uh, Legend of Retro, and Noise Lane Arcade. At the $5 level, you'll get an extra episode from each of those shows. Um, you guys have the post credit scene. What did you cover on your last monthly episode? Did we cover? Uh, what did we do on our last one? I don't remember. Wow, that's a great plug. It wasn't that long ago either. <laughs> I think. I think it was. You know what? Was it the movie we one? We were we were celebrating our. Oh, it was a look back at the hundred episodes. Yeah, we were celebrating a hundred episodes, and we kind of talked about some of our uh, favorite movies that we covered and some of our biggest disappointments. And if we were doing that now, I'd probably put this movie on it. 
Although I can't really, I can't really say biggest disappointment because it was like, oh, I found out this movie existed. I was like, oh, it'll probably be good because it's Jackie Chan, and then found out it was horrible. But it was all in the span of like a week, so it wasn't like it was built up in my mind. So, uh, but I will say this though, chaps. You know what I said that one of my favorite movies that we watched on the podcast was surprisingly, like I didn't think it was gonna be the Legend of Drunken Master because that movie was awesome. And I will take full credit of suggesting that one because I did. And it's a great movie. It's it's a really that was a really good episode to do. So I would I would recommend people go listen to that episode and watch that Jackie Chan movie to watch <laughs> your mouth out with uh with with the Jackie Chan taste. Yeah, or even go back and listen to Rumble in the Bronx because that's a much right. better Jackie Chan movie too. So. All right, cool. Well, I think we're good. Well, thank yeah, thank you so much for both of you for being on for this. Thanks for having us. I guess uh, I'm not going <laughs> to say thanks. All right, well, uh, I was here. But you, you picked the movie. Yeah, I see. can't believe you picked this movie. This <laughs> is all your fault. Thanks for letting me know I could watch this for free. <laughs> it's cool, though. Get ready for this month's uh, postcard scene where we watch the French film. Oh, God. Oh, God. Kung <laughs> oh. Master. No. Where we, we clockwork orange style make chops watch the whole thing. <laughs> If you ever wanted me to legitimately lose my mind and murder someone, that will happen. And I won't regret it. I will go to jail. It'll actually just be the Halloween special. That's a movie, yep. All right. Well, that said, this episode of The Last Action Podcast has been turned. But enough chops. Enough chops.